0: Hey, guys, it's Scuffy. I just want to talk to you guys right before we get into the new podcast. I just we haven't recorded a podcast in over four months. It's a lot of things happen where it just didn't line up. I mean, we all know what happened in the world with COVID. Hope you guys are staying safe. But it just a lot of stuff didn't line up for us to continue the podcast weekly. But now everything's quiet down. We're situated. We're back to be recommitted and doing this weekly so hope you guys enjoyed this podcast hope you guys are still listening and like I said if you guys have any questions be free to shoot us a question at our Twitter account at inside the show PC and we'll have a lot of fun stuff coming your way I mean now it's just us two guys just talking about on we the show we'll have some topics we'll have some interviews here in the next couple couple of weeks so enjoy and uh, I'll see you on the next podcast have a one. Cool. So Kooks, I guess uh, we're back. We're back in the saddle again. We're 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 doing this again. This is a five months, four months in the making. We are, uh, yeah. Let's do inside the show again. Why not bring it back? Talk about be the show and talk about you know just everything about it. And uh, so Kooks, I, I feel like I haven't talked to you like five four, five months, which is a lie by the way, but. Uh, <laughs> From here it's been like 4 or 5 months, but Cooks, what's up, buddy? Uh, dude, have we even done one of these since the game actually released? No. We 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 stopped, <laughs> which was bad. We had in the intro you heard why we had to stop, but we, we stopped a week before everything got released. I mean, that that was the weekend pretty much all of the of uh, with uh COVID happening. I mean, everything got shut down. It's just and that we went our way just grinding on other platforms and we, yeah, just you know, we I can't believe we didn't even have one that <laughs> where we actually went over to Luis, but hey, we could put that all into one right here, right now. Um, what we're gonna do today is actually treat it kind of like a mid-year review and just talk about what we're doing. So koos So far. We are like I said. We're like, was it what day, what day did it come out? March thirteenth, right? Uh, so that's like
1: yeah, thirteenth was early. Almost release. almost
0: four months ago. So going into four months of MLB the show, we're gonna go right into it. How are you feeling?
1: Um, I, it's it's been a a little bit of a roller coaster this year. Honestly, uh, the game has some really really good elements, but. I just feel like all of those good elements are really overshadowed by the negative issues with the game. Um, I think the game has gotten a lot better since launch uh, in specific aspects like defense and um, a little bit of the hitting. But for the most part, it's, it's not my favorite MLB, the show.
0: I can see that for me personally. Like, of course the content's always going to be good. The content's still from 19 and 20, Has been great. We'll get to more specifics as is. There's still things about the gameplay that I would like to see a little bit more adjustments, especially towards base running for me. I mean, I feel like we were due to have some hiccups in fielding because it was pretty much like not a new engine, but it was a very largely addition or upgrade. So you expect the fielding to have his issues here and there as we play that out. My my more things is just the hitting side of things. I think it's with this game becoming more competitive, more driven into esports with ESL. It still feels RNG base. It still feels very random base where I don't know what's going to happen from one game to another. The one one game. It feels great. Like absolutely. We're talking about online play strictly here for me personally. It feels absolutely great. And then the next game, it, just doesn't. <laughs> Does that make sense, or am I?
1: No, hundred yeah. percent. And the, I don't know what it is about the game. Um, I don't know what goes on behind the scenes when it comes to the hitting engine. But I know uh Doc Zen made a really really funny tweet not too long ago where it basically had like two wheels. One of the wheels was. A specific timing and the other wheel was the contact result so it was like all very early and squared up and it was just like that's how hitting feels this year just it even with the new additions they've made um in terms of the feedback system and you know having the launch angle and and all the more information on there it it still doesn't really feel like I know exactly what I could be doing better because you could have two of the exact same swings. It feels like having two completely different results, even if the conditions are exactly the same. So I'm totally with you. It's very, feels very, I do like
0: the new meter system. I definitely like the spectrum part of it, um, where it actually gives you where you are. Good, good, late, on that aspect well, they didn't really like they updated the swing analyst but they didn't really patch hitting i think that's one no, thing yeah, it's all, yeah, about it was feedback. all the feedback they just pretty much which i give them huge credit that's that that's in game like in in year upgrade you don't usually see that type of i guess update or fix i don't know how you would call it until the next version of the game so especially them,
1: with corona and everything being oh yeah, but, a pandemic. yeah
0: without that yeah, so you got to give them credit there. They're 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 always listening. We know that. They're always listening. That's why we always try and give our feedback, no matter how good or how bad. We always want to give our honest feedback. That's why we're doing this right here, right now. So, yeah, the hitting is just, you know, a mystery sometimes. Um, like you said, the fielding. I feel like the fielding has been improved on as we moved on. Base running is still, I feel like, situation base running for me. Sometimes I'm not sure if it's just me. Sometimes runners don't go. Sometimes I see... When the man, uh, runner's on third and the ball is hit to third, the runner still tries to go home, which in situation baseball, you just don't go if it's on the left, left hand side. Um, but it's only minor occurrences. But the, I mean, it's sometimes it's we're so picky, so sometimes we expand on those moments and we look back on those moments instead of the good moments sometimes. So,
1: but yeah. it is what it is. Uh, base running has been an interesting one. I mean, I like. The idea that if a guy is like a slower runner and doesn't have a good base running stat or whatever, I don't even know what the attribute would be because base running aggressiveness is a simulation stat, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but I mean, if a guy's slower and not as good around the base paths, so I like the fact that they might take a little bit longer to go back to the base and stuff like that. But like you said, the situational stuff it's it definitely needs a little bit of uh, tuning in my opinion i'm I'm in agreeing what I'm in agreement with yeah. you. there we go
0: It's all good. it's all good. We haven't done this well, so we're, we're going to have <laughs> our hiccups. We're going to keep this very raw raw rare wow, rare, raw. no, very raw um for the podcast for now, especially since I just wanted we're not really doing reviews anymore. like before before we even got to do like a I guess a regular podcast or inside show we were just doing reviews of the streams so throughout these next podcasts like we, we're tend to keep on doing this weekly it's gonna be very raw so um just bear with us i i want you guys to get the feeling like we're just just two guys talking about maybe the show and see how we like it what we like this week what we've been doing and that brings me to my next point now since it's been four months in we got the new modes showdown i I'm not personally someone that's truly invested in showdowns. I'm very impatient, um, but I do like the new edition uh, of showdown. I love the new content with the player of months now, not being behind a paywall. There's a the team of We just saw team of free three dropped just before with the flashback legends for face of franchise. It's just the content's still killing it. hundred percent still killing it. Not only that, I do like the new edition with showdown. Like we just mentioned before, I, I'm curious. You play it more than me. You play it fully and you do it from start to finish. I I want your opinion on that because I feel like you have a better opinion than I would because I'm very patient. I I just make a lineup, skip, and pray for the best.
1: (laughs) So, the reason I would play start to finish is simply just for the XP because you get a lot of XP from Showdown. You get a lot of stubs. You get some free packs out of it and you can really like a lot of people do showdown to get their team affinity stuff done. I like to do it not only to get my team affinity stuff done, but to also level up. I feel like I'm, you know, knocking out multiple different types of grinds at once. So that's what I like to do from start to finish. But I will say for content's sake, when you just jump into a showdown and you're down zero to 15 and you have this lineup with like a couple diamonds and then like a lot of bronze and silvers, it actually makes for really fun Twitch moments. Like, I've had a couple streams lately where I just do nothing but showdown and I go in at nothing but zero to 15. And, so, and like, you know, sometimes I'll put wagers on it. Like we're, if I don't, you know, win this one, I'll give five subs and stuff like that. And it can get really electric. You can get down to those 13 to 15 with four outs left or, you know, stuff like that. And it can be really fun. So at first I wasn't really sure how I felt about showdown, but I've kind of come around on the mode. I like it. Um, Sorry if you can hear my dog. She's going crazy back there. Um, And then, honestly, I think the best piece of content they've added or the best improvement of content they've added is Player of the Month, like you said. I think that was the weakest element of content last year. Um, I think that's the weakest element of content in MLB 19, and the fact that they're making it much easier to get this year. They're doing the flashback cards, obviously, with not, there not being a season at the moment. Um. I think player of the month has been extremely, extremely well sure.
0: done. It really has. And it's, it's just kudos to the content team game. And with that speaking, like now we got the new team infinities. Um Not only that, we we even really discuss on how MTO is also kind of rebranded a little bit, especially since it works its way from Team Infinity. I guess since we're we talking about the mid year review and we're just going to go over a bunch of things, I liked how MTO was in the beginning of the year. And then I liked for Stage 2, they actually doubled the points um, for like a week or two for MTO. And I feel like you've seen a lot of people that weren't really invested in into say offline modes like franchise or yeah just franchise or mto in in general they were just in they fell in love with mto because they had another drip yes it's going towards your gd team but it kind of made them try out the mode because of the double points and then they realize how great the mode is when you actually get to play with the scene well and try to build your team to go to World Series with all these storylines and try out new players with player locks and stuff like that. So I kind of hope they, they realize, well, not realize, I kind of hope they go back to that type of format. I know it was, they said it was like a bug, but I think that's something that, that could just, Give that mode more longevity than it really has because I don't think that many people are going to be playing MTO when we're four months in anymore. I mean, you did what you had to do for your Team Infinity, especially by stage two. And now stage three, everything's sellable, which I do like, by the way. I do like how it's sellable and, and put it on the market and stuff like that because personally, I'm not one that can grind that much. But I... I I just wish they could go back to that formula.
1: Yeah, I mean, I thought it was intentional when they did it to help people catch up on team affinities. And from my understanding, pretty much everybody loved the idea of double points from March to October. And then when they got rid of it, I know a lot of people were upset um, because I know for myself, and I think Shelfie also thought, we we were telling our chats, like, yeah, I think that's intentional so that way people can get caught up on stage one so that way they can get closer to these future stars on stage two. So... I'm with you. I think that should come back um, or that should be just a feature in general. Um, but yeah, uh, the the stage three as well is also, I think stage three was, it, it seems like it was a mixed bag for a lot of people um, because a lot of the cards on paper, they're like pretty good cards, but it doesn't seem like any or, or very many of those cards are cards that people are really excited to use at the moment. Um, I know, you know, it's really exciting. Obviously they got a guy like Jim Toomey for me, it's exciting. They got a guy like Tim salmon, but other than like maybe three or four cards, I, I don't really see a lot of those cards being used at the high level of ranked seasons, which is obviously what like a lot of my follower base and, and people I follow are. So, you know, I saw a lot of mixed reception from them, but I think stage three at the end of the day was a really, really good content drop. You know, there's a lot of good cards for a lot of teams, even if they're not always end game cards. At the end of the day, I think it was just a really, really good way to um, just add these legends in. And, you know, 30 legends, 30 high diamonds at once. Like that's that's a really good content. I've never seen that before. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's just crazy to think of. One day you have thirty new cards. It, it, it's there's some that's that's what makes playing like ranked better. Sometimes, like I, I'm I'm normally a br a player. That I just call myself a br player. Just I just have a fixation of just getting a general end of three inning games, drafting a team, putting a team together. But for ranked seasons now, with all these cards, you could have such a different line of you, well, you could see it's such a different lineup with your opponent from game to game with all these new cards that are being dropped. Like a lot of people were getting on the future star cards mm. um, because there was a, so much abundance. Like, oh, this card, is, I mean, it me started. Uh, I, <laughs> we can make a whole pack, but the thing is with, with the future star cards yes I know it might be a little annoying that they have a prospect series and a future star card but the future star card is so much it's end game type I mean that Dylan Carson probably my top three card we'll get to my top what well, we'll get to our top like five lists of different topics after we get this uh, review done but just a spoiler word top three cards so far for me is that 97 Dylan Carson. I know we just got released about like two, three weeks ago, but he has one the pure swing switch hitter. And he even plays above his stats, even though his stats are uh, end game like already. And not only that, it got to me to get attached to him Yep. because I didn't know who these prospects were. I, I, there was a, there was a video released by, I won't be Twitter the, the other week. I mean, I think I posted it on Twitter where they went over the top 20 switch hitters prospects that that are in baseball right now. And I was looking through the list. I was like, oh, I know him. I know him. I know him. But how do I know them? Probably Not through true. my personal. Yeah, and we'll be the show. Just all through be The Show, not through my research. I mean, yes, I knew like probably Ronnie um, because he was the Mets prospects, and then Adley because he was number one choice overall and Wanda Franco being a number one prospect. But those were probably the only three I, I would expect that I, if I didn't play be The Show, it didn't know the future star cards or prospect series cards, I, I wouldn't know. And... Th- for them to be released now means that the better cards are coming later. I mean, it doesn't mean they didn't, like, say, oh, we're not going to release any Legend of Flashback cards. They want to get these cards out now. So they have all the legend flashbacks come out afterwards.
1: That's what I think people are missing. A lot of people are like, Mm. I don't want these future stars. I want legends. It's like, okay, so what are you going to want in September? What are you going to want in October then? If everything gets released now, Uh do you want the future stars then? I don't know. It just seems a little bit weird to me that people would be complaining about that. I also
0: think as a community, we go to this mind frame where one year... Like in eighteen, we got the mortals very early, like if July in eighteen. We got all the mortals, we got all the end game cards, and they're like, "No, I don't want all the 99s to be released already." I mean, this is bad experience. Everyone had end game cards by July, and you see the same lineup since September. And then, okay, nineteen comes in. Uh, they kind of spanned it out a little bit. Yes, we had, I mean, we still have it with the Kluber, but we have the the XP program with the Frank Thomas and and such like that. But I feel like they gradually release the the 99s and then this year you see a little people being a little bit more impatient like they want the 99s already I think since last month but I'm just sitting here like I remember there's no perfect medium you're not going to please cards yeah not going to please everyone that's why I kind of want I love how they're getting just spamming the future star cards because I know the best, like the cards that we expect to come, like the Willie Mays we set, the Ken Griffey, we still haven't seen the best Ken Griffey, even with the Home Run Derby card, Um, the Babe Ruths, um, there's a lot more, we just got Vlad just this week, so there's, there's so much more to come with that. I I just I don't know. Uh, I think it's best I, I, best for baseball seeing these
1: cards but yeah and me. I just I don't understand why people are upset about it when they're playing a fantasy mode of card collecting when you can have an outfield of Mike Trout, Mickey Mantle and then their created player named Santa Claus. Like it, you got to you got to yeah. draw the line on realism at some point, dude. If if Casey Mize has can't have a 99 overall card I, maybe you shouldn't have a creative player. Maybe you should be, only be able to use players from one era. I don't know. Like I don't um, understand the realism aspect that people try to bring into the, the conversation. It's like, dude, this is a video game. We're here to have fun. It doesn't matter yeah. if Joe Waddell gets a 99, which by the way, I love that Joe Adell card.
0: I used it a little bit for uh, BR, but sometimes I, I shy away from hitting from my, uh, Top diamonds. How do you get them? again? I forget. Was that? Through? Oh, that was from the Ducks in a Pond pack, which is basically the Signature Series pack. Yeah, 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 From Lang. Exactly. It's just rebranded because now we don't have. Everyone's not a Signature Series for their end game cards. We have the Awards, which is another reason. Just get the different kind of card art in there. I love it. Makes it. it much more refreshing. Yeah, I love the Awards cards. I loved. We just got the Hormone Derby cards just this last week. I mean, that I feel like what they did with Cano and Cespedes and probably Judge this is their end game type of card like we know Griffey is going to get a better card but I feel like they use this opportunity be like look we're not sure if they're going to get end game cards for later year yes we might get a finest if there is a season um, and who knows if they have a good season but this is their way of getting the end game mm-hmm. like that you kuno, I think is the best uh, best card out of any home run derby card yeah, because I'll that's agree. legit uh, end game second baseman uh, I do not know if he'll be better than the Zobris the 94 Zobris I haven't really played with the 94 uh, Zobris that much but I feel like those two could go mix and match depending how you like it which is great um, the more content, the better, in my opinion. Yeah. So.
1: And like you said, uh, Cano is the best in there. Like my favorite second baseman all year has been Ryan Sandberg. Like it's it's a mm-hmm. staple on my channel at this point that people know I love that car. And you know what's funny? I don't like him.
0: I, that's the greatest. That's, that's the best. That's the best thing out of it, though. I don't have to like them. <laughs> yeah.
1: I know. It, it, that's why the more content, better, because there's more cars I could try out. I know Gunsky hates him. I know Fuzzy I, I, can't use them. I him. just,
0: I could, I could, nope. But for it's, me, it's he's funny the best how, lead
1: off hitter in the game.
0: It's funny how, how things work, man. Yeah. It really is.
1: But no, that, but that's just one more thing. That's one thing that I think has been great about all of these content drops. It feels like. Every content drop they've made, whether it be stage three, whether it be the home run derby cards, whether it be um, another series or the the, the ducks on the pawn pack. It feels like every time there's a content drop, there's an argument to be made for the most part that that card or one of the cards that becomes available is a card that could fight for a spot on your endgame team. I just love how they're refreshing it or keeping it refreshing with these new cards dropping every week. And I don't know, they're they're doing a very good job at, at scaling the cards being released um when they should.
0: Yeah, exactly. So I, I agree. All right. So what I want to do now is go through some topics. We're gonna to give top three things that we like. Uh, about this topic and top three things we don't like so this would be kind of summing up our because we kind of went through gameplay we went through the new modes well showdown we talked about a little bit of mto and then we talked about content so now i want to kind of wrap it up give like top three things we like we're gonna go over even players or and stuff like like legends and stuff like that so First off, we're going to go straight to gameplay. I would like to hear your top three things that you like and top three things you don't like. If you can't figure out three, that's fine. I just want to hear at least one or two bullet points for that, and I'll give you mine right after. Or I could start first, depending on how you want, cooks But let's do gameplay first. So top three things you like and top three things you don't like.
1: Um. Okay, my favorite thing about gameplay all year uh, is the... Uh, the meters when you're throwing like to the cutoff man or throwing home or throwing to second base as the catcher, Um, adding a skill gap into defense and adding like a perfect throw indicator, I think is really, really good. It's probably my favorite addition in the game this year. Um, The only thing I'll say is sometimes it feels like it it doesn't show up when it should. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, Yeah. So that's probably my favorite thing about the game this year in terms of gameplay. Um, I also, number two is, is perfect. Perfect. When it, you know, makes sense with everything else. Perfect. Perfect is like, just, it's so satisfying The we said it like um, at the beginning of the year, uh, just that sound, when you get that perfect, perfect swing is so satisfying. You just feel like you crushed it and you get, for the most, for the most part, you get rewarded um, for good user input, which is what we were asking for Uh, in terms of what we wanted to see. So Perfect Perfect is definitely up there. Um, And number three, I I don't really know. Um, As far as gameplay... Mm -hmm. I mean, those are the the two big things I take away from it. I, I don't really know what my third would be at the moment because you know I'm a little bit mixed on the gameplay. Do you want to go for your yeah, three? Yeah, I'll go with my three. Go? That
0: like uh, first thing, I, I, I do like. Uh, I think number two would be your number what your number one with the fielding invocator, like the perfect perfect fielding invocator, mm-hmm. especially for the cut uh, plays at home. You really know right off the bat, and it kind of not only that. It kind of when you're the base runner. You, it, you're, you could be a little bit more aggressive. It, it makes me really think more now who's in the outfield, especially yeah. with the even the R three when you could see the arms. But I kind of don't really use that that much. I just, uh, I, I think it's all just memory as you play on the game. Um, you just know yeah, who's yeah. good out there or who's not. So I definitely do. That'll be my number two. Number one, I, to be honest with you, I love messing with my PCI. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's a gameplay oh, thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if you call that a game thing, but I love... I call that gameplay. gameplay. It's, it's, it's settings It's like a settings yeah. adjustment. It's the quality of life. I just... I. I, I that's why I've been working with like throughout the whole year. And I finally figured out what, like the perfect sweet spot. Like I do the outer and inner fade, which actually gets me set. That tells me that, all right, the pitch is about to come when, when those fade. And then I just had the three diamonds in the middle. And I feel like ever, ever, ever it. since then, it, it just, it's all about routine and kind of baseball is like that. So it's all routine. And it just helped me adjust to pitches when when seeing them and just be ready looking for the pitchers release and stuff like that number two as we just talked about is the 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 fielding and number three i do love that perfect perfect sound uh yeah so uh, it's nice so nice uh and they, they released a couple data from patch 1.10 i believe about the data uh, a lot of people were skeptical of that but i mean it's hard data so i can't really argue against it um but
1: I, I, yeah,
0: it's kind of hard to think of my third one right now. Yeah,
1: the third one's kind of tough. It, as as annoying as it is yeah. that we would do a top three list, it's like for me, I, I don't know if the game has done three super positive things in terms of gameplay this year that I would say, oh, I really really enjoy this.
0: So, yeah, if I had to say a third, I would just steal yours. Um, I'll go with my dislikes first. My first one is definitely like the issues I've been seeing with base running. Sometimes the runners just hold. They did patch, patch that um, a little bit like where I'll hit a line drive to right field and the first base would just, I mean, the guy on first uh, would just stand there and not not go there to second. I'm not too sure if that's more user error or But I've been seeing that a lot. Um, but they did patch that up a little bit. It's been better. We had the example before with third um, when the third base, uh, the guy on third base ran home when they hit on the left-hand side, especially to third base, which I just don't think that's situational baseball. Um, but for second one, oh, I just had it in my head. What was my second one? Uh, pitching, I guess. I want I want yep. pitching input to have that perfect, perfect feeling as to hitting. I mean, we have it for, yep. for hitting now. I would love to see it to be – for pitching as well, especially when you hit, hit you. Well, I don't mind it if if I hit a corner and someone blasts a pitch because usually ten like eight out of ten times the hitter is going to hit it. If he hits it perfect, perfect, and I throw it perfect, perfect, the hitter definitely gets the advantage. So I'm not upset on that. Yeah,
1: that. I think that's the way it should be.
0: Yeah, I, I think so too. But I feel like it's I th- I feel like we need to locate a little bit easier. Um. I don't know, easier or just there needs to be like a sensitivity type of feel to it. Like I feel if if your controls not that great, the sensitivity for the pitch analog is kind of wacky. But if your controls good, like Greg Maddox, if you're pressing down for the pitch analog, I'm only talking about pitch analog. Um, it would be easier to hit the circle, um, for the good release. Mm-hmm. I would love to see something like that. Uh, and then number three, I it, it's just. It's the inconsistency with the hitting. Like I said, one game, I have a perfect game. The next game, it just feels like if I square it up just fine and the other dude just gets late jammed hits and that's how he scores. And a lot of people be like, oh, that's baseball. But the thing is, when, when you talk about that's baseball, I mostly, I don't know about you, but I mostly look at this as a video game. It's a baseball video game. I I know a lot of people want the sim approach, but if I'm playing competitively, I'm looking more towards the video game aspect where if I have great user input, I should be rewarded for that user input. Does that mean I should get 10 out of 10 for perfect perfects? No, no. But more. But I just I feel like more times not I should get a hit. And then more times where someone gets a late jammed hit or it's early. OK hit. I feel like I see that more. I want to see the stats on that. Um, I'm not too sure if they showed like the late jam tips. I think they only showed like the good goods, the squared ups or the early goods. But I'm very curious on how everything else is like for the very late jams and the early OKs and stuff like that. I think that's just it, it just, you know, it gets to you mentally, especially when you feel like you're doing everything that you can um, in a video game and you're doing what it's asking and it's still having that negative outcome to it.
1: Yeah, I, I pretty much agree with everything you said about hitting. Um, that's probably my number one. It's just because I feel like you... Obviously, you you do a lot of pitching as well. You pitch nine innings, you hit nine innings. But um, I don't know. I feel like hitting is the, the most important part of the game um, because you you can adjust to what the pitcher is throwing. Um, similar, like... I'm not even going to make that comparison. But, like, I think hitting is... It's in a weird spot just because they added all the new um, feedback indicators and stuff. And one of the things they added was the swing timing meter, which you said you really liked, which I like as well. Mm -hmm. My only issue with it is that unless you get a perfectly squared up hit, as far as like perfect, perfect, you're not ever going to hit that perfect uh, timing. So like even if you have perfect timing, but you're off on your PCI placement, you're still not going to get the perfect timing. Okay. I wish it would just tell you, oh, yeah, you got perfect timing, but your PCI was off. I, I, I just wish they would do that. It feels like perfect, perfect only comes up when both of them are there. Um, but I'd be okay with getting perfect timing and no like a bad PCI. It's just, it just is what it is. Um, but, yeah, I agree with you when it comes down to it. Uh, if, if you're out playing your opponent in a video game, you should be getting rewarded more. Um, the late hits, it's going to happen, it sucks, it's annoying. but in a competitive environment, the biggest thing needs to be user input, which I think in a competitive environment, most of the time right now, it, it, it's leaning towards that side where user input matters more. But the, in, in, you know if you're doing a sim element to it, like you said, people want that style of gameplay. that's fine if you want to do that offline. I'm coming I'm coming at it from a competitive standpoint where the best player should win if they outplay the other player. Yeah. So hitting is a little bit weird. Um, they added also like the launch angle indicator as well, but there's no... I don't really know how you control your launch angle other than just maybe where your PCI is. I don't know if like they added the launch angle factor and it's like, oh, if you hit it like, you know, 25 to 35 it's probably going to be elevated pretty well but I don't really know how exactly to control that as the user Mm -hmm. maybe that's something they can look at for next year but yeah hitting is definitely my number one Um, number two I agree with you is pitching Uh, I think there needs to be a perfect perfect mechanic for pitching if you're going to do it for hitting you should do it for pitching as well Um, once again let the best player dictate who wins based off their input Uh, if I get a perfect perfect pitch and it's a good timing swing with the pci's off I should probably win that win that battle because I outplayed my opponent right there and I know attributes go into it it's a whole thing in sports games but I don't know once again I think user input should be the best and when you have the best of the best you're probably going to have the best cards in the game going at it so mm-hmm. um yeah that's that's my number 2 uh number 3 um they've gotten better at it but uh, balls at the wall were really bad at one okay. point this year on defense. If you hit a ball, or if somebody hits a ball all the way to the track and you're trying to catch they, it, there's been a lot of like going circles. Die.
0: Yeah, and they're yeah. trying to pick it up. I'm not sure.
1: Different. I'm not sure if this play is going to get made or anything like that. Um, it's gotten better. Um, especially on like fly balls and stuff. But I think there just needs to be a better indicator at the wall of when you can actually catch something and when yeah uh, you know for sure you need to play off the wall and stuff like that, so yeah i mean it's it's pretty self or pretty basic things. I just need to hit it. I think hitting needs to make more sense and be a little bit less random. I think pitching needs to have a perfect perfect mechanic if hitting's gonna have one, and then just clearer defensive indicators on when things are happening yeah
0: oh, I feel you. okay, so that's our th- uh top three things for just general gameplay. Now I kind of want to move into modes. I guess we don't have to do top three things we like or dislike. I just want to see like rank of what modes is like your top three, like between showdown, ranked BR and stuff like that. Um, I'm curious on your opinion. Well, I'll just go first for my top three modes that I like to do. Um, Everyone's going to know this for top one. Top one for me is BR. I still, I love the addition. I might be the minority. I love the addition of now having the three inning minimum for BR. There's, it just kind of rebranded the the mode itself. It made it more strategized. We're able to use starters if we really want to. Um, and it just, I don't know. It's just the addiction. I, it's probably just myself being addicted to the general rush that you, when you go a three-inning game, you don't have that much time to do anything. And yes, it's on All-Star. Um, things I would love to see approved if they did like a Hall of Fame and the Legend type of thing and you have better rewards for that. Yes, you might have to... be
1: our Extreme! Yeah,
0: just something like that. Madden, Madden does it with their draft uh, champions. I would love to see and will be actually kind of take that idea and implement it for BR as well. Uh, And... yeah it's just something i love to do i love creating. i think the my favorite part br is just drafting the team i love you want to get get over this i had like over 263 redrafts when it was free and i sat on the screen (laughs) for a good hour i I could sit on dude i wasted so much stuff on br i could sit on the screen just redraft, even if i get a good team i just like to see how i could build teams how to strategize build teams together um who who's who's A lower, like I look for the best value in picks. Like sometimes it might, like for me, if there was an 85, 89 round, um, I would not even choose, like, say, the 97 Dylan Carson, since we used that example before. I would just try a gamble to try to get his 87 because that's better value, even though he has a better card in the game but you're still getting kind of the same hitter and it's all-star so you could it's it's all-star <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm the same but, way when I'm drafting BR with Gary Sanchez it's like I see that diamond player yeah, of the month and I'm like oh, there, I could still get his yeah, goal you still get, and you have more chances
0: the, the thing I would love to see them do um, especially if, usually previous years and mid years they had the voucher last year and usually they um, put the nine win to be a diamond like but they did it from the beginning of this year I'd love to see take away a common round give us another diamond round from 85 to 89 uh, overall players because they're not in the draft anymore. They rarely pop up, which they indicate, but I don't see them anymore, so I love to see them do that. Anyway, I'm getting off tangent because I could talk about BR all day. Uh, my second one, uh, I guess it would be ranked seasons. I don't play as much, but it's always fun to put put a team together, especially if you like to do like all time teams or just try out new cards. And hey, I, before I'm getting off a little tangent, but we we did get your Larry Walker prediction right. I mean, it took like four, yeah. four months later, but it's fun to now try out that Larry Walker with having the new card in here. I love his stance. He's so, he so, good, too. so good. He is so good. His stance is so good. He just he could go. And all the, it's just everything about his swing is great um, but yes yeah, that would be ranked seasons I do want to see I had a top wish list um, that I did for ranked seasons I could make a whole we could make a whole new uh, episode for that um, but I will love to see more additions um, I wish we go straight into games I mean this could be for any competitive mode uh, It would be our anything or, or ranked seasons where we go straight into games. We don't have people backing out because if they they see the home team or before when everyone thought everyone had Kluber by pe- uh, picking right away, um, pressing X, they'll back out because they didn't want to face Kluber every time. Uh, the pitching stamina uh, regeneration needs to be, I mean, they kind of fixed, fixed it a little bit, but I kind of want to see it more, more damage because I still see starters coming in. So I'd love to see if you put a starter in, you just can't use them next hit. Can't use him next game. Yep. You just just take him out. Um, he could regenerate his energy, and like by game three or something like that. But anyway, so ranks is being number two. My third is probably showdown. I I, I really got really? to take this showdown. Yeah, I don't really play events that much um, because I, the way I see events, you, you go twelve twelve wins. I look for the rewards. Yes, I I like the like the moonshot events, but I just. I I feel like I'm better off just going through BR, try to get my nine win and three wins less to get that 85 to 89. I know I'm very picky about that. I don't really look at the content wise of that, but um, showdown, showdown definitely welcome mode. Like you said, you get a lot of XP if you do it from start to finish. Um, Now you could farm bowling habit packs for stage three showdowns. If you really wanted to, Uh, it's just, it's, it was definitely a welcome mode. And I think, I think I, I think a lot of people did like it. They get frustrated sometimes because the fielding feels like when you're grinding on rookie from the mortals and they just make everything, every catch, and it just feels like even when you hit it good, it doesn't fall. But, you know, it brings that frustration, but it brings that satisfaction when you get, like, you beat it. So that's
1: yeah, going to be my number three.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um- I was surprised you put showdown number three because that's actually my number three as well. I just at first wasn't really sure how I felt about it, like I said. But once I realized the XP and the stubs and the packs you can get from it and the fact that you can kind of knock out multiple grinds at once, because I enjoy doing all the grinds in the game. I like doing the the showdowns. I like doing the new conquest maps. I like doing the moments and the player programs. Like I'm a big fan of all of that. I like, I just liked a feeling of grinding for something and then like, like acquiring something at the end of it. So um, yeah, showdown for me is, is number three. Uh, like I said, those, those zero to 15 jump right into the final boss battle is, is super fun for content. People really like that stuff. Cause even though it's on veteran, you know, 15 runs is a lot to get back and it, it can, you know, be sometimes pretty nail biting. So yeah, showdown for me is number three. Number two, um, I'm really enjoying events this year for the most part um, because I like the fact that I can grind out all my prestige programs over there. Um, I didn't do as like, I did a lot of the first moonshot event where it was the lefty hitters versus righty pitchers. I was, you know, grinding out um, Cody Bellinger and Didi Gregorius for their prestige. Uh, I didn't play as much as the righty, or as much of the righty one, because I wanted to get Sheffield, I wanted to get Biggio, Hanley, all these guys, but I didn't end up getting any out of it. I just didn't play it enough. Um, but I, I like the fact that I don't have to grind out for the most part when the event actually, you know, meets the rules and restrictions. For the most part, I like the fact that I can grind out um, stats for cards in online play. Uh, for these prestige programs because I really like the prestige stuff. I think it's a really cool idea. So events for me is number two, simply because of that reason. And then number one for me is just ranked. I like nine inning games. Mm -hmm. Um, That's pretty much all I upload on YouTube nowadays. I don't really do very much BR if any, I don't really upload events. I like to stream events more. Um, Sometimes I'll do like moments and stuff, which has become kind of a meme, but (laughs) moments 46, yeah, I don't know where that came from, but it was great. Um, but yeah, I just I like ranked. I feel like it tells a more complete story about the game and the players. Um, I like the fact that I get multiple chances to hit with with each one of the cards, especially if I'm debuting somebody. Um, and I just like the fact that everything you do in uh, in MLB the Show for Diamond Dynasty, it all eventually leads back to your main ranked seasons team. Like for BR. <clears throat> you go 12-0, and 0, you can get Casey Mize, who I think is the best pitcher in the game at the moment. Uh, you get him, you throw him on your ranked seasons team, he automatically makes your ranked team better. Or you sell him for the stubs to buy the cards that you want for your ranked seasons team. I just like at the end of the day, everything kind of funnels back into that main squad that you use in, in a nine-inning ranked game. Yep. And uh, yeah, I, I also don't really care about necessarily winning and losing. I just am having a really, really good time this year trying out new cards. Um
0: beauty you of know, content right there.
1: With, yeah, I'm 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 really, really focused on content this year where last year I was a little bit more hesitant to do that because for some reason I was more concerned about like my win loss record in ranked like this year. I don't, I don't really care. Like I just, I want to play and have fun. It's a cut
0: it in there. There's no, nothing. you still, yeah, you could get the top 50 and you get the nameplate, but there's still, I, there's still, there's still a need of something to do after you get 900 um, in rank yeah. seasons. I still had the feeling like if I get to ranks uh, world series, that's it for me. And then, but I like how you said it. You're, it, you're finding a way to where you make the game fun for yourself. Um, by trying out the new mm-hmm. cards and stuff like that. So
1: yeah, uh, yeah. I'm a, so yeah, ranked ranked is definitely number one for me. I think it's just it's the most, and even rank can be on some crazy. You can have some crazy games on Ranked. Don't get me wrong. Some really frustrating games, but I think at the end of the day, a, a nine inning game is what I would rather play um, over anything else. And honestly, I'm not a huge fan of BR this year. That's fine. I, I'm, it's I for like the Yeah, I like the drafts. I like the the whole choose your starter thing mm-hmm. and the best value of the round like I like all that but I, I just don't really it's have a, three, a lot of fun. It's a on three inning game this and, year. It's
0: a three <laughs> yeah. games and all. Sorry, it's a crapshoot sometimes. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it there's games that you see that are like thirteen and ten. If I'm going to shout my boy Bango, of course it's our boy Bengo. He had this crazy eleven zero game where he was down 11 in in his eleven zero first inning. He gets eight runs in the uh, first uh, to get back to 11 eight and then he gives up six. Um, so it's like 17 to eight. And this is when the pressure is at uh, the highest going 12 and no, and then he comes all the way back and wins the game. It was probably the most electric game I've ever seen, um, yeah. ever for 11, no game. If you do want to see uh twitch.tv slash bango is his account. He definitely has a VOD for that. So be sure to check that out. If you want to see that crazy game, it was about like two, three days ago. Um, but yeah, it's such a crap shoot. I, I, that's why I love it. <laughs> it's not for everyone. That's, that's just why I love it. It's just you never know what's going to happen from that. All right. So as we segue from gameplay, um, since we only have a few, uh, like a couple more minutes before we, I got to get out of here, uh, we're going to do content real quick. So what I want to do with content, just your top five cards that you enjoyed so far as we move on. There's going to be a lot more, but I'm curious on who's your top five. Uh, it could be any tier. Um, you could say why, um, like you like this card because it's showdown. He's always been in showdown card or BR God or stuff like that. So, by all means, uh,
1: number five, Gold O'Neill Cruz. Oh yeah, super good card. Stud. Automatic pick every time you get him in BR. Automatic pick if you land on him in a showdown draft. Doesn't matter. O'Neill Cruz is an absolute stud. I could. He's legitimately usable in ranked seasons as well. Um, you know, I just can't really justify starting him over Ernie Banks right yeah. now. But um, yeah, O'Neill Cruz, definitely a super underrated card. Um, Miguel Sano, number four, I think he's the best silver in the game. He's okay. unstoppable when it comes to hitting, especially in BR and stuff and showdown. But as far as my favorite three ranked cards, uh, Ryan Sandberg has to be up there. He's been my my guy pretty much from day one mm. as soon as I hit level 100 like second base has been locked down. I don't, I, people don't like him. I don't know what it is about him, but he just always seems to get the job done when I need him to. Um And when you prestige him, his speed at the top of the order is great. The stealing's great. So Sandberg's up there. Um, I love Mickey Mantle. I don't, he he might be my number one, actually. So I
0: think, I think that's an easy. Number um, one, he might be the best DD card we ever
1: had. Yeah. I, well, I would say Prestige Mantle is the best DD car we no, ever okay. had. I think I would still give the edge to Willie Mays from last year. See, a lot of people didn't like Willie that Willie Mays, at Mays, defense.
0: that's that's. I mean, I didn't really hit yeah. well with him. So I hit all right really? with him, but I hit much better with Mickey. Um,
1: gotcha. So I'm curious how Willie's going to look this year, though. But yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, um, yep, go ahead. And And my last one. Uh, I don't really know. I, I don't know if he's truly up there, but lately I have been just unstoppable with uh, Player of the Month, Bellinger. Okay. Love using that card. I loved his finest last year, and he's just been absolutely insane for me. So those are probably my top five. Right,
0: so, uh, I, I mean, just speak oh, of—
1: and Casey Meis. Casey Sorry, Mize. Yeah, to yeah, throw yeah, that in yeah. there.
0: I guess you could throw one pitch in there, so you have to. Um, for number five, I'm going to keep the same theme, uh, theme, like the five four like cards that are not really for ranked. Um, number five, Freddy Galvis for BR. I think he's absolutely a clutch <laughs> stud. He, everyone knows that. I love him. Um, he's just he has he's he's my cap swing. He's everything. It just it's this swing man. It's just he plays above his stats. He has good defense in short. <laughs> Um, I just love using him. Everyone knows that. Um, number four is my favorite silver in the card. Juan Makata, who might not be a silver anymore by the new season. So I got to get my use of him as a silver while, while we can. But I'm looking forward to Inside Edge if we do get a season. i um, curious how that card is going to play. Number three, I think I'm leaning towards probably that Dylan Carson I was talking about, that 97. I know it's early. It's only be three weeks, but he just absolutely rakes already for me. And I just love that. Actually, no, let me let me fall back. If we're going three like overall through this year, I mean early this year, the, I know, I'm, I'm I'm like such a Mets fan. Um the face of the franchise Michael Cfordle was absolutely glitchy for me. Uh, the 87. I don't use them anymore, but I'm just saying for if we're going for the past four, four months, I'm going to say he's going to be my number three. Um, number two probably be the Dylan Carson, the number one Mickey. Um, for a starter, I'm t- t- to be honest with you, I am a really, I really like the Tani uh, face the franchise. to Tani at first, mm. um, I- I'm not saying Kluber because Kluber's, it, it, I just, I'm sick of Kluber. Um, right now, I'm really liking the Earl Hersheiser. I'm really liking the Al Leiter. Yeah. The Al Leiter, it plays much better than people expect with the sinker and cutter. Um, and it's actually easier to control with them, which is kind of nutty. Um, I haven't tried that Casey Myers card yet. Um, I'm very, very looking forward to that. So uh, let's see how that, especially with his pitching repertoire. I, there's nothing like it. Um, so, yeah. I guess that'll be my top five. It's very, very straightforward, very bland a little bit. But yep. I'm ready for Inside Edge once if we do get a season. But Too I do insane. not think – right now, I'm still – until the first pitch is thrown, then I'll say we're having a season. But I, I hope there yeah, is yeah, one yeah. for our sake. But, you know, if it, if, if it doesn't come up, I mean, I understand with everything going on. I mean, it's been four months since we've recorded a podcast. So <laughs> – Uh, we're here now and then, yeah. So that's pretty much our mid year review in a nutshell. I know there's probably things that you probably guys want to hear. We'll probably get over as time goes by. This is pretty much us getting back in saddle, get back to swinging things. Um, going forward kooks, I think we're just going to just pretty much be talking about what we did that week. Um, we want to keep it pretty much us just to (laughs) talk about the show. We'll have topics, um, that we want to discuss. Like we had one today, which we'll probably push back for another, Um, days because we haven't even talked about ESL which I'm sure I have a lot of things to talk about ESL maybe we'll do that next week that's
1: going to be a juicy one Uh,
0: that's going to be yeah I I have a lot of things to talk about especially since that's what I love about this game just anything competitive wise and I want to see this game flourish in the competitive side of things so we'll have a lot of things to talk about that and uh, we'll probably do that next time I do want to also get some interviews going I would love to get people from either the content side or maybe just questions we'll have a q a sec- section more if you guys want to send us questions um you either could add us at twitter at inside the show pc or inside the show pod at gmail.com once again for the twitter is inside the show pc and the email is inside the show pod at gmail.com cooks i think that's going to do it for today i, I we, we it's good good to talk to you to do this again this is a lot of fun It'll, it's easy it went real quick <laughs> we're, we're, it really did. I'm looking up yeah. and I, I had to get to a meeting. To, I'm on my lunch hour. So we're going to be doing this on my lunch hour each week. So I had to get back to work in like seven minutes. But this is this is, a, this is this is a lot of fun, man. To get back and swing things and uh, go ahead to talk about, about Elman's <laughs> show. This is going to be my fix for the next couple of weeks to talk about it. Um, so it's gonna be a lot of fun, man. Yeah, we are back. So uh, that's going to do for us. So bef- before We're we good. get out here, make sure to follow Kooks at twitter.com slash cooks 46. You can follow myself at twitter.com scuffy McGee TV. Of course, like I said, we have official Twitter account for inside the show at twitter.com slash inside the show PC. All the updates will be on that Twitter. And like I said, send us questions by all means, but you guys have a good one. Oh, and we'll probably be back here. Well, we'll be back here next week. So look out for that. We'll have more news on, on the Twitter account. So sh- like I said, be sure to follow that account. So till next time, catch you guys on the flip side. I don't know where that came from, but catch you guys later. And this is Inside the Show.